Welcome to the Gregory Digout Podcast. I want to encourage you that, you know, that, that it's so important that we really get a hold of this reality that you can't try to build your life um, you can't try to build a, a, a trouble-free life. In this world, Jesus said, you're going to have tribulations. So often we are, and I, I know I've talked about this, but I want to just reiterate it. So often we're trying to, to, to sanitize our lives and to, to insulate uh, or isolate ourselves from, um, from, from problems and I think insulate is really a, a good word rather than a bad word here. Isolating ourselves from problems is, is impossible, but insulating ourselves is really more of the goal that you have inside of you, the insulation to withstand the cold, right? The cold or the heat or the trouble or the pressure or whatever's coming against you. So I guess that's really the right word to, to insulate ourselves. And, um, and, you know, I've always thought in raising, in raising kids, uh, what we always tried to do was that very thing, not try to isolate our kids. I know they probably think I did and was too strict. And I'm sure that, well, I was, you know, some good, bad and some ugly there. So that's another story (laughs) for another day. But, um, our goal anyway, was to insulate our children with internal fortitude and internal strength rather than isolate them from, from things that would, um, that, that could harm them. Cause you're gonna, we're gonna be subjected in this world to, to tribulation, to trouble, to circumstances, to storms, to pandemics, to, you know, uh, economic issues, to, to government oppression or suppression. Look, the, the believers, of the book of Acts, they, if you think wherever you are in this world, let me just tell you, wherever you are in this world is way better than the world that the New Testament apostles lived in. They were living in an era and maybe there are some places, and I don't know all that goes on behind closed doors of of certain governments, communist regimes and all of that. I'm, I'm not privy to that. I don't study that, but I do, I do study the Bible and I have studied the history and the Roman emperors in the time of the disciples and the, the, the forces that were in power in those days was, um, of, of the most demonic and of the most evil that, uh, they could ever have. I mean, putting people in lie, you know, in, in a arena with lions, burning Christians at the, at the stake, burning them alive. And there have been torture. There has been torture like that in our modern world, but these guys, this was their, this was their daily lives. This was their, their persecution and opposition continually. And, and that's why the Bible is so beautiful and the, the letters are so beautiful and so amazing besides the fact that they're all inspired by God. But they're, they're all a, a, a overflow of joy in the midst of tribulation, happiness in the midst of trouble, confidence in the midst of, of, of antagonism and um, confidence and faith in the midst of um, all the problems rather than their, them using their faith to try to preserve themselves 
uh, from problems or try to rescue themselves from, from, from problems, they lived in a world of danger and they lived by faith. And if, 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 if that kind of faith could, could work for them in, in the, in the dangerous world they lived in, how much more can that faith work in our world, which is far less dangerous because so much more of the word of God has spread and transformed the world. Now, it's not in the revival stage and the revival state that we want it to be, but it is way further along and way better than it was 2,000 years ago because of so much evangelism and renewing of the mind and so much of the word of God that has spread like wildfire around the world. Okay, so that's my point about that. I hope that makes sense. And um, look, I'm not waiting for uh, the, the, the coronavirus to disappear before I go outside. I'm not waiting for the coronavirus to disappear before um, I have joy. Okay, and I'm not waiting for all for any other virus or any other germ or any other problem to disappear. I'm expecting to walk through fire and not be burned. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about being foolish. Okay, I'm not talking about being neglectful. I think the fact is, is some of um, what the world is experiencing in our susceptibility to sickness this, this or any other kind of sickness kind of exposes um, the underlying health conditions that we need to be, be more mindful of. And the number one health condition that we need to be mindful of is soul health. Soul health is the number one most important thing that we as believers can do. Now, salvation is the most important gift of all. It's the most important goal. It's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's God's will. But once we're saved, our soul health, our mental and emotional help is the number one most important thing. In fact, before I started this broadcast, I was working on my book called Soul Power. Right now, that's the working title. I don't know if that's going to be the final title. Maybe some of you can send me some some um, some suggestions. I'd be wide open to them, but it's all about mental and emotional health and healing. So anybody that reads this book that I'm working on now is, is going to experience emotional healing or fortify their emotional health. And, um, really soul health is whole health or soul health produces whole health. And as the soul goes, so goes the rest of your life. Okay. Like, um, as it says in Proverbs 23, uh, as a man thinks, so is he. Third John verse 2, beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper, being good health, even as your soul prospers. Wow, pastor, this is what you've said before Corona. Don't you have anything new for us during now that Corona? No, there is nothing new under the sun. The word of God is still the greatest thing that has to renew our minds. And the only thing that needs to renew our minds, the wisdom of God's word. And that doesn't conflict with science. There's more science to validate the accuracy and authenticity of the Bible than there is of just about anything else in this world. So anyway, shout out to uh, Mira Marta, Murda, sorry, uh, Random, Sandra, Terry, somebody said Soul Health. Soul Health is maybe a good title. I like Soul Power, but um, 
but it's the most important thing anyway. Any, anybody that uh, wants to shout me out uh, an, another title, go ahead. Kathy, welcome. Marvella, uh, Murda, Kimberly, so so glad to have all of you guys. Rhea and um, and all those of you guys that are watching on Instagram as well. I'm sorry, one camera's behind the other, so that's why I can't read your names. Otherwise, I would. So, Joy, thanks for watching. Kelly, Monica, Susan, uh, Jennifer, all you guys. All right. Um, day 21 is what we're on, right? April 21st. Um, simply believe today is day 21. Simply believe today. Um, I want to read this verse to you from John chapter 6, verse 28 and 29. I'm reading it to you from the New Living Translation. They replied, we want to perform God's works too. What should we do? We want to perform God's works too. What should we do? By the way, is somebody's birthday uh, sure? Is it sure whose birthday it is? Anybody see that? All right. Well, happy birthday, sure, or happy birthday, whoever's birthday it is. And um, God bless you guys. Brenda, Giselle, uh, Nitza, Christine, Josie, you guys are amazing. Thank you for letting me have uh, some time with you. I really am really grateful for it and humbled by it. Thank you. Um, so they said, we want to perform God's works too. Anybody feel like that? What should we do? The only work, Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he sent. Believe in the one he sent. Listen to how amazing that is. They're saying, we, we want to do the works of God. We want to do the works of God. We want to do the works of God. And he says, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. John 6, 28 and 29 in the New Living Translation. Simply believe today. Let me re read you what I wrote. Inside the heart of every believer is the desire to do the works of God. We want to do God's works, don't we? Um, and to do what God wants us to do. But Jesus could not be any more clear than when he said this. Our work our work is to believe. That doesn't mean you don't go to your job and you don't go to work and we don't want to go back to work. Of course, that's, that's a different kind of work. The work he's talking about is the work to obtain God's promises, the work to obtain God's favor, the work to obtain God's love. There's nothing left for us to do except only simply believe. Simply believe. Now, when it comes to working for your business and the company you work for or working in your yard, uh, unless you're in Michigan, because um, you might get thrown in jail. Just kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> but that those kinds of things, those kinds of works, you got to work. But we're talking about to receive or obtain the blessings and promises of God simply believe today. God's protection, simply believe today. God's provision, simply believe today. Let me keep reading. Our fight is the fight of faith, to believe that Jesus did it all, to secure God's inheritance and covenant promises with us. Jesus did it all. We were designed by God to trust him and to believe his word. 
God is saying, my child, I will perform the works that you need. I will fulfill my promises. I will supply all your needs. Your work is to believe and to trust. That's a pretty great deal God makes with us, isn't it? He does the heavy lifting. We do the believing. People say, I know I got to, you know, make, I know I got to promise God this and that. I'm believing God. I'm asking God to do this and I'm promising him I'll do that. And we try to make these deals with God. There is no deal left to be made. The deal was between the father and the son. And we're the benefactors of their deal. The father and the son made a covenant in blood between the the father and Jesus, God the father and God the son. And then God sends God the Holy Spirit to remind us of that and to convince us of that, not to convict us of our bad behavior, but the word convict there is the word convince that Jesus did it all. So what a deal. That's the deal. There is no other deal. We don't have to make any side deals with God. You don't have to make any side deals with the man upstairs. That's the deal. I hope that um, that ministers to you. I hope that encourages you. I want to pray for uh, everybody today. I want to pray for um, God's provision in your life. I want to pray for God's protection over your life. I want to pray for you to experience real joy and happiness. And I really believe that the secret to happiness is very simple. It's, I know this is another topic, but for another day, we'll get deeper on this, but it just, happiness is really the overflow of gratitude. And gratitude is really the overflow of focusing on what God has already done for us. And if you look at it that way, everything that we search for in life is an overflow of something else. And it all starts with Jesus, the fountain of life, the fountain of blessing, the fountain of it all. He's really the fount of it all, right? The glorious fount of his blood. It all starts there. And um, everything else is the overflow of recognizing, believing what Jesus has already done for us, and the overflow of gratitude for that. You don't have to learn thanks as a manner. It becomes the overflow of what you're focused on, what God has already done for you, and it will make you happy. It will release happy um, happy chemicals, happy brain cells, happy uh, energy in your life. All right, Father, thank you for every person joining me today, every person that, that has given me a moment to connect with them. I bless them. I declare blessing over them. I thank you that the blessings that are theirs in heavenly places are coming down to earthly places, into their health and into their families and into their emotions and into their finances and into their bodies. In Jesus' name, I proclaim and prophesy supernatural health, supernatural blessing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. In Jesus' name, inside and out, the blessing, the favor of God that he purchased for you, I speak it over your life. In Jesus' name, amen.